All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is December 2nd, 2021, and week 148. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. And I just want to say I hope you guys had a happy, safe, and blessed Thanksgiving on last week. Uh, we were not live, but um, we uploaded our Zoom to the podcast. So it feels good to be back in front of the camera to interact with you guys live. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about well, it's asking a question saying, have you not heard? Have you not heard the truth? The truth is out there. So have you heard it? And we're going to be covering that tonight. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. So we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. Thank you, Melvin. Before we move along, you guys know how we do this. We go into a word of prayer. So uh, at this time, we invite you uh, to pray with us. Gracious Lord, thank you for another blessed opportunity to study your word lord we thank you for all the many blessings you've given to us lord we thank you for being such an awesome god a kind god a loving god a god who uh, always is there for his children lord we just thank you for everything you do day in and day out for us lord we understand that nothing we can do no matter how righteous no matter how holy we can be in this world we still understand that we do not deserve the things that you do for us. And so, Lord, we say thank you first and foremost. But we're praying for all the many people around the world going through trials and tribulations. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight uh, that someone would hear something that would encourage them to run on a little further. And so, Lord, we're asking that your hands would just continue to be upon us in our lives, Lord. Uh, and one thing we try to always remember to pray is, no matter what happens to us in this life, we're praying that you would remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, uh, we're going to move into these scriptures tonight. The question is, have you not heard? And that comes from uh, a scripture uh, that I read and so we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 40 and we're going to pick it up in verse 21 so again that's Isaiah 40 and verse 21 have you not known have you not heard hath it not been told you from the beginning have you not understood from the foundations of the earth Isaiah asked the question have you not heard this did you not know this even from the very beginning, have you not been told about this? I wanted to look at that tonight because there are so many things we hear about. There's things we hear about. And when we hear them, we say, man, <laughs> I can't wait to tell so-and-so about this. We're excited about the news that we hear. But Isaiah asked the question, did you have you heard about this one particular thing? He's talking about God Almighty. Have you not heard about him? Yeah, we know uh, there is a being that exists called God. But do you really know anything about him? 
So this is the question that Isaiah asked. And this is the same question that I'm asking you today, because so many people, if you tell them some things about God, they say, wow, I never heard that before. I didn't know that. And so Isaiah asks, have you, did you not know this? Did you not know? Have you not heard? We're talking about God Almighty. And there's some things that God wants each and every one of us to know. So by the grace of God, uh, we're going to cover a few things. We won't cover everything that God has uh, did for us and the things that God is trying to show us. And so let's read that verse one more time before we leave this chapter. Isaiah chapter 40, and we're at verse 21. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Have it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? You know, God wants us to understand some things. There's some things we've heard we didn't understand, though. He said, have you not understood? With all thy getting, get an understanding. And so this is what we want to make sure we get with every Bible study, with every uh, prayer we pray. No matter what we do, we want to receive an understanding. And so Isaiah asked the question, have you not heard? Now, I want to flip over. I want to flip over to uh, chapter 53 because Isaiah is going to tell us some things that we should have heard, but in case we have not, because of course we all start in that condition having not heard. All of us at some point heard something for the first time. And so we understand that. But even for those of us who have heard, we still need to be reminded because Paul told us that also. Unless we let it slip, he has to keep reminding us. God has to allow somebody to remind us of things. We say, wow, I haven't heard that in a while. I forgot about that verse. Happens to me. I read something I read. I don't know how long ago. And it seems like I'm reading it again for the first time because it's been so long since I've heard some things. So we're going to pick it up now in Isaiah chapter 53. And let's pick it up at verse 7 here. Have you not heard? Now we're talking about Jesus. Have you not heard about him? Have you not heard? And what you did here, did you understand? Somebody didn't understand. Let's pick it up, man. Verse seven. Uh, really quickly, we have two comments. Um, David says, "Praise the Lord, everyone." And my auntie, my auntie Sandra says, "Hello." So praise the Lord to you guys. Praise Thank you Lord. so much for tuning in. Praise and him. I pray that each and every single one of you get something out of the message. But um, now Isaiah chapter fifty-three and verse seven, he was oppressed. Now we're talking about Jesus. Isaiah said, "Have you not heard? Somebody doesn't know about how he was oppressed." See, we talk about how we're oppressed today. Different groups around the world talk about how we're oppressed. We're not talking about that tonight. We're talking about the one who died for us. Jesus himself. Have you not heard? Go ahead, man. And he was afflicted. This is what happened to him. Have you heard about this? He was oppressed. He was afflicted. 
Now, this is what makes the story so sweet. Go ahead, man. Yet he opened not his mouth. Even though all of that happened to him, the man didn't open his mouth. Now, this doesn't happen. This doesn't uh, take place with us because if we're oppressed, if we're afflicted, we say something about it. We do. Things that even myself <laughs> need to work on. We don't have to open our mouths about certain things. Because that's what Jesus did. He was our example. So have you not heard? And what you did here, did you understand? This man was afflicted. Not the way we're afflicted. Not just somebody talking about what kind of clothes we're wearing, the cheap clothes we're, we're putting on, the holes in our clothes, the holes in our shoes, not just that type of thing. No, he was really afflicted. Let's pick it up, Mel. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. See, they slaughtered him. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter. The lamb is just going to go ahead and follow. Even as you're leading the lamb to be slain, the lamb isn't going to put up a fight. The lamb is going to just follow along with your plans. This is what Jesus did. Now, of course, it was his plan. Don't misunderstand me. But he was led. And he didn't fight back. Go ahead, man. And as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Let's get an understanding here. He didn't open his mouth. The sheep, even as someone comes to cut the sheep's uh, wool off, sheep doesn't open his mouth. The sheep doesn't cry out, stop, leave me alone. The sheep doesn't kick and fight him. This is what Jesus did for us. Now, we have to have an understanding that it was for you and I. Let's get an understanding. But I don't want you to think it stops there. I don't want you to think just because he did what he did. Now, nothing falls onto your shoulders because Jesus himself said, take up your cross and follow me. So there's some following we must now do. But I want to make sure you understand this. So have you not heard? We're talking about the one who was oppressed, the one who was afflicted, the one who was led to the slaughter and didn't open his mouth. Go ahead, man. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? We know what they did to him, <coughs> taking him from this place to that place. He had to stand before Pilate. He had to stand before King Herod. Have you heard about this? They beat him all the way from King Herod's place over to Pilate's place. He was afflicted. Have you heard about this? And what you heard, did you understand? The scripture says, who shall declare his generation? After you hear about this, what are you going to do? Are you going to live the life? Are you going to declare him in your life? That's all he's asking. Who's going to declare him 
in his generation who's going to declare the life that Christ told us to live. Go ahead, man. For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. Mm -hmm. And he made his grave with the wicked. We know they killed him. Even with the thieves on the cross. But the Bible tells us he knew no sin. But he was made sin for us. Have you heard about this? Did you understand it? Go ahead, man. And with the rich in his death. Mm -hmm. Because he had done no violence. He had did no violence. You know, we're violent today. We're violent. We're fast to say something that'll cut someone. Not always physically. Just emotionally, we'll cut you with our words. But they cut the man physically and emotionally. Have you not heard this? Have you not heard? He did no violence. He didn't hit anybody. Have you not heard this? Go ahead, man. Neither was any deceit in his mouth. He didn't try to deceive anyone. He wasn't trying to pull tricks on people. These are characteristics of us. But have you not heard? Jesus was not this way. The one who died for you was not this way. Go ahead, man. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. What God allowed to happen to him, it pleased God. And because it pleased God, we now have access to God once again. Because we lost that access back in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve were put out, we lost that access to God. Have you not heard this? Have you not heard? There's a lot of people who have not heard this. And there's a lot of people, even more people, who have not understood this. See, a lot of us have heard it. They say, I know Jesus died on the cross, but do you truly understand? Do you truly understand what that means for you and I? So we're going to move now. We're moving quick. <laughs> we're moving over to, I believe I want to pick up. Uh, let's go to this scripture first. Let's go to Acts chapter 8. Acts 8 and 29. Because here we're going to find the same scripture we just read in Isaiah 53, Acts chapter 8. And uh, let's pick up verse 29 here. You'll see what I mean. Then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. Mm -hmm. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah. We just came from the book of Isaiah. Now, what has happened? This is after the life of Jesus. 
and someone hasn't heard. There's a lot of people today. We're still post the life of Jesus and somebody still hadn't heard. And those who have, not all of them have understood. So the man Philip here is told to go and join this other person. And just so happened, it just so happens that this man is reading Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. That's what he's reading. Let's see what he says. And said, understandest thou what thou readest? He said, do you understand what you're reading there? You're in Isaiah 53, but do you understand what it is you're reading? Go ahead, Mel. And he said, how can I? Except some man should guide me. My God, if we would humble ourselves and say, I don't know. I need someone to guide me. See, we don't want somebody to lead us because when somebody else is leading us, we don't feel we have any control. See, if you get in a car with someone, you know, there, there's people. <laughs> you get in a car with someone and uh, someone gets on your passenger side. They're looking all around. It's every every <laughs> when they feel you hit the gas, they're looking all around trying to make sure nobody's coming. Why? They're starting to get worried because they're not in control. They said, "Man, you're leading me right now." They said, "Oh, hold on." <laughs> they said, "Put your seatbelt on. Turn your flashes on." They want you to make sure everything is okay. They want to make sure they're safe. Why? Because they're not in control of their car. And so when we turn things over to Christ, we have to understand we won't be in the charge of everything. The spirit was the one that told Philip to go down here. Now, we didn't go and pick it all up. But he wasn't in control there. The spirit told Peter to go down to Cornelius's house. And Peter began to ask a lot of questions. He began to wonder, now, why do I need to do this? The Lord said, look, just go and don't doubt. We better get back to where we are. So. Let's pick it up again in 31. And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? Mm -hmm. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Mm -hmm. The place of the scripture, which he read was this. Now this is where he read. And remember now, this is what we just read in Isaiah 53. I wanted to go there so we can get an understanding of what we're reading here. Now this is what we just read. And this is what the man, the Ethiopian man read. All right. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter mm -hmm. and like a lamb dumb before his shearer. So opened he not his mouth uh -huh. in his humiliation. His judgment was taken away and and who shall declare his generation mm -hmm. for his life is taken from the earth. Now, let's see what the eunuch said. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this of himself or of some other man. Now, the eunuch asked Philip, who is Isaiah? talking about here you know what philip could have replied now he didn't say this but he could have asked him have you not heard have you not heard 
Did you not understand? He was oppressed. He was afflicted. He was taken into the prison, into the judgment. Have you not heard of this? Jesus of Nazareth. You know, when they found out that Jesus, the Messiah, had come from Nazareth, the question was asked, is there any good thing? Is there any good thing that comes from Nazareth? Because it had a reputation of being the slums, the projects, the ghetto, the, the lowest of the lowest. They said, can any good thing come from Nazareth? But have you not heard Jesus of Nazareth? He's the best thing that happened for us. Have you not heard this? Have you not understood this? So the Ethiopian man here, he asked an honest question. He said, who is he talking about? Is Isaiah talking about himself or somebody else? Let's see what Philip said. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. He had to preach Jesus unto him because this man had not heard. You know, there's a reason we have to keep going back to the same old scriptures. I know somebody gets tired of it. They said, we talked about that before. <laughs> They're saying the same old thing. You know why? Because somebody has not heard. And the one that did hear, a lot of them did not understand. So he preached Jesus. Now I'm going to tell you something. You cannot preach Jesus without preaching water baptism in his name. You cannot. Now you might say you can, but according to the scripture, you cannot. Let's see what he said, Mary. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? The man said, What's stopping me from being baptized? Have you not heard? You're stopping yourself today. Some of us need to be baptized out there today. And the question is, I'll ask you the same question. What's hindering you? Have you not heard? You have the opportunity to be baptized today. This is what preaching Jesus is about. Have you not heard this, though? Somebody out there hasn't heard that they need to be baptized in Jesus name. I know as soon as the mention of uh, baptism is made, someone says, well, I already been baptized. <laughs> But have you not heard you need to be baptized in Jesus name? There's a difference. There is a huge difference. So the man here says, look, I want to be baptized. He had not heard this. He did not understand this until Philip had to explain it to him. And I'm sure it took God to open his eyes, just like it takes for all of us. Have you heard this before? Did you understand? Christ Jesus died for your sins. But now there's some things you need to do. It didn't stop there. He didn't just tell the man. He didn't preach Jesus to him and said, all right, that's it. He told him about repentance. He told him about baptism. He told him about receiving the Holy Ghost. 
and moving on into a life of holiness, abstaining from sin. What's hindering you? What is hindering you? Go ahead, man. And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Mm -hmm. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch. And he baptized him. He baptized them. Faith comes by hearing. And we have to hear the word of God. We have to hear before we can act. And so there's so many people out there who God is continuing to allow us to hear. And after we have heard the truth of God, now what's hindering us? Isaiah said, have you not heard? Somebody's heard. But they're hindered. They're holding themselves back. They're not willing to fully commit to God. They're holding back. Isaiah said, have you not heard? We're talking about Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah. The one who shed his blood for us. The one who was humiliated, spit on, mocked, laughed at. They say he saved so many others, but he can't save himself. But they don't recognize. They did not understand. They had not heard that he was saving them. That's why he didn't come down off the cross to save them. Have you not heard this? I want to go and get one other passage of scriptures. Uh, let's flip over now. We're still in the book of Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17. And we are at verse 22 here. Have you not heard that's the question Isaiah asks have you not heard we're talking about Jesus tonight have you not heard of him and what he is asking us to do go ahead Melvin then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said ye men of Athens I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. You know, this is something that's hindering some of us. We're too superstitious, he says. You know, superstition means you're believing in something that really don't have any profit. It's really not even anything real. Somebody said, well, <laughs> whenever I wear my green shirt, <laughs> something good happens for me. And the day I put on that red shirt, I had bad luck that day. And they became superstitious and feeling as if the green shirt has something to do with it. Paul said, I perceive that's some of y'all's problem. You're believing in things that are not true. Believing in made up ideals. Let's see what he said, man. Or as I pass by. And beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Somebody has not heard. Somebody's still unsure about God tonight. Still having doubt. Still wondering. Is that Jesus person truly real? Have you not heard? 
and what you heard, did you understand? Paul said, you're too superstitious. It's time to believe in something that's true. And that's Jesus, the Christ. Go ahead, Mel. Whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. He said, I want to tell you about someone. I want you to hear this. I'm going to declare the unknown God to you because he's unknown to you, but he's not unknown to me. Have you not heard this? Have you not heard? Go ahead, man. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. You know, God is not in a building. He's not in a statue. He's not in a picture. He's not uh, on a watch. He's not on a necklace around your neck. He's not on an ankle bracelet. You know, people think these things. You have people, man. <laughs> you have people. We'll go to church and we say, you know, even a lot of us we will make it to the parking lot. And we say, well, I'm not going to curse out here. As if God is just at the churchyard. I guess he has the door open looking outside to see if somebody's out there cursing. Because when we get to the yard, we say, I'm not going to curse on the church ground. As if he's in the building. But have you not heard? He's everywhere. He's omniscient. He is everywhere. He has all power. He sees. The Bible tells us he, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. He doesn't snore. <laughs> we go to sleep and we snore. He doesn't snore. He didn't doze off. He heard everything you said. Even before you got to the church. Have you not heard this? And did you understand it? We're talking about God Almighty. So Paul says, look, I need you to know that he's not made with things that we make. You know, the picture that we come up with and we say that's Jesus. We made that. We made that. The statues, we made it. You'll have people falling down at statues. That's stuff we made with our own hands, he says. We made it. We've seen them do it even in uh, the days of Moses. They made a golden calf. They bowed down and worshipped it. People still do it today. We worship different images. And somebody says, well, I don't worship. <laughs> I don't bow down and worship a golden calf. Yeah, but, but what you do worship is the Chicago Bulls, though. That's still a calf. We better not get into that, man. <laughs> Let's keep going here. Neither is worship with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and breath. Let's remember he doesn't need us. Uh huh, finish that one up, man. And all things. Let us remember he doesn't need us. Have you not heard this? We we cannot get too high minded in thinking he needs us. He uses us, but he does not need us. Go ahead. 
and hath made of and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. This is what he did with Jesus. He shed his blood for every single nation. We don't have to feel less than any other group in the world. No one group should feel less because of what Jesus did. Have you not heard? Sometimes people will make us feel less because of skin color, because of job, because of education, because of whatever. But have you not heard? He's made us all equal. We're on the same playing level. We're all in the same condition. Born in sin. Having to come out of it so we can be saved. Have you not heard this? Needing to be baptized in Jesus name and receiving the Holy Ghost filled uh, with evidence of speaking in tongues. Have you not heard this? And if you heard it, because somebody said I heard it, but did you understand? Go ahead, man. And hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, mm -hmm. that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him mm -hmm. and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. You can seek him. Have you not heard that you can seek after him? If you desire to now, this is if you want to. Now, you don't have to do anything, but that would be the worst decision you would make. Have you not heard this? All right. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. In him. We have everything. We cannot even move without his permission, without his power. Have you not heard? It wasn't the surgery. It's not the prosthetic leg. It's not, it's not the ventilator. It's not any of those things. It's God giving us these abilities. He blesses us to have all of the technology we have to help us. But without him, it's still not possible. Have you not heard this? And once you hear it, we ought to be as the Ethiopian man was. We ought to say, what's hindering me? What, you know, what's holding me back? What's holding me back? Go ahead, man. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. Mm -hmm. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Have you not heard? At one point in time, God allowed us to be ignorant. He allowed us to not understand, to not know. But now, he's wanting you to know. Have you not heard this, though? Now he wants you to know this. He's calling you to repent. Do you understand what repentance is? Repentance is a heart change. Repentance is not just saying, oh, I'm sorry. 
It's about having a different heart. Have you not heard these things? Did you not understand? We owe it to Christ because of what he did for us, how he was oppressed, how he was beaten, how he was taken in and out of prison. Have you not heard this? Let's keep reading, man. Because he hath appointed a day in the, in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, and that he hath raised him from the dead. It all keeps coming back to Jesus. Christ is going to judge us. Have you not heard? You know, we better learn the standards of which Christ is going to judge by. You know, if we commit a crime and we go to court, sometimes people say, well, I didn't know that was the law. Have you not heard? It's going to be that way for some of us when we make it to the judgment of God and saying, I, I, I didn't even know. And the question is, well, have you not heard? We heard, but we didn't understand having uh, eyes to see. And the Bible says we see not having ears to hear. And yet we hear not. Because we could not perceive it. We could not understand. Have you not heard? The time is coming. I was. Uh, someone today. Just told me. He said man I got to go to a funeral. He said the good die young. Have you not heard? That day is appointed for us all. Have you not heard? It's time for us. And this is something that we've talked about a lot recently. It's time for us to not be pretenders any longer. Have you not heard? Christ is looking for a true believer. He's looking for someone who's sincere. Have you not heard? He sees what we're doing even when no one else sees. Have you not understood this? So, in my closing remark, it's time for us to be the people who God is calling us to be. Let's hear about him. We can't hear about him if we're not actively seeking him. If we're not in Bible studies, if we're not in church, if we're not reading, if we're not praying, if we're not fat, we can't hear the way we need to hear. And even when we are. We'll be in services. And you know what? It's like we're not even there. We're either asleep or on our phones. Have you not heard though? Time is winding up. I know we've heard that. <laughs> we've heard that for a very long time. And you know, Paul even talked about that. Because he said, uh, in the last day, they're going to be scoffers. We might need to get that verse. He said there's going to be scoffers. Let's pick that up. In Second Peter, excuse me, that was Peter, not Paul. Second Peter, chapter 3. And let's pick up verse 3. 
Let, let's let's go to the top. Let's start at the top. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you. Now look at who he's writing to. This isn't to people he doesn't love. This is to the church. The things that we're talking about is out of love. Have you not heard? Go ahead, man. I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. You know, we have to be stirred up sometime. You know, when people are cooking something, for anybody who knows how to cook, every now and again, you have to get your spoon or whatever utensil you're using because somebody gets smart. Well, I don't use a spoon. Okay. <laughs> whatever you're using, every once in a while, you have to stir it up to make sure the heat continues to spread around and cook the food properly. Paul said, excuse me, I keep saying Paul. Peter says, look, we got to stir y'all up every now and again and, be, and remind you of some things you're starting to let slip. That's the reason we keep going back to being baptized in Jesus' name. Because no matter how many times I've said it, somebody still has not did it. Have you not heard? Have you not understood? No matter how many times we talk about receiving the Holy Ghost, somebody still has not made that their number one priority. That's not their number one priority. Have you not heard? So Peter said, I want to put you guys in Remember, I want to stir you up. I want to get you to thinking. I want to fire you up again because some of us have lost our fire. We've lost that passion, the zeal that we once had. So we need to be stirred up again. Go ahead, man. That ye may be mindful of the words which ye were which were spoken before by the holy prophets mm -hmm. and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Now, these were commandments given. Did you hear them? Go ahead. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts mm -hmm. and saying, where is the promise of his coming? You know, somebody says that somebody said nothing's going to happen. You guys have been saying that for so long. What did we say this was? Week 148. It's week 148, and y'all have been saying the same stuff. Nothing has changed. The world is still going on, and you're still claiming Jesus coming back. Have you not heard? What did he say again? Read that one for us again in verse 4. And saying, verse, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? You guys promised he was coming. But where is he? Have you not heard? Have you not heard? Mm-hmm. For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Everything is still the same. Since the beginning of time, nothing has changed. And you're still talking about Jesus. Have you not heard? Have you not heard of what he did for us? Have you not heard the reason why God is allowing things to still go this way? It's for us. Did you understand that, though? The reason why things are still taking place. You know, I have people ask me about other people and why they're doing what they do. 
Why is so-and-so pretending? Why is so-and-so doing this? Why is that person doing this? Because one thing about it, when people get in the church, when people start to study and learn about God, they begin to look at the actions of other folks who also say that I'm a child of God. And they begin to analyze and they see how people are not measuring up to what God has called us to do. And so now they're wondering, why aren't they doing what they should do? And you know why God is still allowing us to do some of the things we know we shouldn't be doing. You know why he's still giving us time? Because the Bible tells us he's long-suffering. Have you not heard this? He's long-suffering because he doesn't want any of us to perish. He's giving that person time to do better. That's what he's doing. But we didn't know that. We didn't understand that. And so some scoffers walking around saying, you know, nothing has changed. Y'all have been talking about Jesus coming back for generations. And you know why we're still declaring that? Because he's long suffering. He's patient with us. He's giving us time to get ourselves together. Have you not heard? Have you not understood this? Go ahead, man. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. Have you not heard? It's all about the water. You might think that water does not play a role in your salvation. I got to get this. Uh, let's drop down. Same chapter. He brings up the water. Um, let's actually uh, go to me one moment here. I think I lost my verse. Let's go to First uh, Peter, not Second Peter. Flip over to First Peter, chapter three. And let's pick up 20 there because someone has not heard that the water is important. I'm talking about water baptism. This is the reason the Ethiopian man told Philip, hey, here's water right here. What's holding me back? I had to hit this because we're on the topic now. Somebody has not heard this. We've kind of been all over tonight. But I want to make sure you've had a chance to hear it. Now, if you choose not to listen, that's you. But you had an opportunity. Go ahead, Mel. Which sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, mm -hmm. while the ark was a preparing, wherein, wherein few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. You know, people today say water doesn't save anybody. But the scripture tells me eight souls were saved by water in the days of Noah. So 
The Bible also tells me, let every man be a lie and let God be true. The scripture declares that water does save. Now you might be under the assumption that water does not save, but that's not what the scripture said. Have you not heard this? Do you not understand? Having eyes to see and see not. Water saved back then. Now the Bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun. Things have not changed. So if water saved back then, that tells me water saves right now. Have you not heard this? There's a reason the Ethiopian man said, look, what's holding me back? Water's right here. The man wanted to be saved. That's why he said that water saves. Don't continue believing something that's not true. So he said eight souls were saved by water. Go ahead, Mel. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. He said, look, water baptism is now saving us. Just as it did back then, it's saving us right now. Have you not heard this? I know somebody is hearing it for the first time. With all that you get tonight, get an understanding. Search, dig deep. I want you to dig deep because it takes that to find the truth. Water saving us even to this very day. You know, if you get dehydrated, you need some fluids. You need some water. You need it to save your life. Even from a spiritual aspect, water baptism saves us because the book said it, not because I said it. Because the scripture declares that. And so I just want to make sure you guys had an opportunity to hear this every now and again Peter says you need to be stirred up because if we're not we just don't seem to cook properly the way the food is the same way the food doesn't cook properly if you don't stir it up make sure everything is distributed the way it needs to be so in my closing remarks, I'm hoping and praying we would not only hear the word of God, but believe it. The scripture tells us it didn't profit them who heard it because it wasn't mixed with faith. They didn't believe. They had doubt. So at this time, I will turn it back over. Thank you guys again. God bless you guys. You guys continue to be safe. Uh, we have three more comments. Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord, y'all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. David says the Lord is no respecter of persons. What he has done for one, he has done for all on that old rugged cross. That is true. And I wish we would all realize that. And Casey says, preach, brothers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank each and every single one of you guys for tuning in. Now, we hit on something in the um, message tonight. And it was about um, Paul calling us saying we're too superstitious. Uh, we've been um, working a lot of football games recently, um, the concession stand, actually. And I remember after one game, it was the Saints game, um, everybody was leaving. 
and we were cleaning up. So I got the broom <laughs> and I started sweeping. And then one guy said, get on somewhere with that broom now. Cause you about to, you about to brush up against my feet. Get on somewhere with that broom. I'm like, what? My bad. <laughs> and so I asked, I'm like, I asked somebody else, why is he so uptight about that? And then they asked me, have I not heard? Have you, you, you ain't hear about that? If, um, if you, somebody brush your feet with the broom, it means you about to go to jail. I've never heard that a day in my life. But um, those are the type of things that we like to uphold. You know, God said, if you do a certain thing, you do a certain thing, you're going to end up in hell. Yet we don't acknowledge that. But are we careful about not getting our feet brushed with a broom or splitting the pole? People, I was walking with somebody at the game. They said, don't split the pole. Walk on this side. Then I walk on the other side. And then they go back around and walk on the same side of the pole. And then what is another one? Um, what black cat do something? But those are the type of things that we like to hold on to instead of the word of God. You know what we covered tonight. Anything that we talk about can be led back to getting baptized in Jesus' name and getting the gift of the Holy Ghost. A lot of us, too many of us, think that all we have to do to be saved is just confess. Peter confessed. But he still had to go and do the required steps, be baptized, get the gift of the Holy Ghost. We just read in the and um, I believe yeah, in the eighth chapter of the book of Acts with Philip and the eunuch. The eunuch confessed. He said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, but he still had to get baptized. So I plead, I beg, I beseech you, as the Bible says, to take a look into these things and see if they're true. Don't take my word. Don't take Tony's word for it, because it's not our words. It's the word of God. So I don't think we have any more comments. Oh, yes, we do. Um, David says, Mark 16, 16. And I believe that oh, he, he said, they that believe and are baptized, the same shall be saved. Then it goes on to say, those who don't shall be damned. And um, Amy says, I appreciate this message. Thanks for the lesson and teaching the truth. Some have heard, but sometimes you need a reminder that even me, um, sometimes I read something or I'm told something that I forgot was in there. So I definitely need to be told multiple times. So I think that is all of them. So I thank each and every single one of you guys for tuning in. Tuning in. Thank you, Amy, David, my A.T. Sandra, Sister Rosie, and Casey. Thank each and every single one of you guys for tuning in. Now as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message, and we hope to see you guys there. So as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your earthly situation looks like. And if God can bring you to it, he can bring you through it. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys live next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you.
Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Oh,